record. Okay. We are recording. You may go when ready. Hi, this is Kat Rose from thecreativeintrovert.com, and you're listening to Vroom Vroom Beer with Jeff Smith. See, that was perfect. Did I do that? Okay, and I was like, did I write his name down wrong? And I was like, no, I know your name. <laughs> um, I mean, I would forget my own name when it comes to stuff like that. I'm yeah. like, I'm I'm normal in conversation, but right, yeah. right, right. It's like all of a sudden you get the heebie-jeebies when you have to do a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Don't worry about it. Okay, okay no so worries. that was lovely. All right, I'm going to hit stop. And then I'll, when I hit stop, I won't be able to hear you for a sec, but I'll be right back. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied, and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith. more thank you so much for being on vroom vroom veer and welcome to the show how's it going man pretty good thank you for having me on i really appreciate it no worries you you emailed me and uh what last week i was in vegas and i was like hey i can do that it's really weird that i could actually say yes to an invite on the same day and then it turns out it didn't work out but It was cool. Yeah, yeah, that was my bad. That was no, no, bad. no, no. I'm not. I'm not bringing it up to slam you or anything because it was. It was totally fine. The thing is, is I'm going to Vegas and I'm starting to uh, to move there. Basically, so oh, wow. I'm going there like three days a week to try to do job interviews and job search stuff. Oh, and cool. I had brought all my podcast equipment with me, but I didn't have a reason to plug it all in, and it's kind mm. of a pain to plug it all in. You know? Yeah. But then with almost recording a show with you, I plugged it all in. And now I know it works. So thanks. Yeah, so you thought you would do that at least. <laughs> no, thanks. Now I know. It, you know, I had all the wires, everything plugged in. I recorded a test thingy with Skype. And now I know my road my road kit works. So thank you. Yeah, so my thing was I, I, I was super excited to schedule the interview with you. Right. And I didn't, you know, I was... At, at, at the time I was doing this, I was packing for drill as well, oh, you know, right, Marine right. Corps military training. Yeah. And I didn't really pay attention to the data. I was trying to pack my bag and, you know, one hand on the phone, one hand in the backpack. And and then later I'm at drill and I'm, I, I get this notification on Google Calendar. Your interview <laughs> starts in an hour. I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. What did I do? <laughs> oh, my God. What have I done? Yeah. He's, he's not. He's I'm This is this is over. I was like, this is over. He's not going to have me back on. Right. 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 That's <laughs> hilarious. Whoops. <laughs> it happens. It happens. No bigs. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. Okay. So you, like you said, you are a Marine and, uh, and you're also doing some stuff on YouTube and you've got a Facebook page and it's all about fitness, right? So talk a little bit about what you've got going on now before we go back in time and find out a little bit about your life. Yeah. So like you said, um, I'm in the Marine Corps reserves. Uh, so for, if you don't know what the reserves are, it's basically, um, you, you go in and train once a month, you know, for whatever unit you're with, I'm with tanks. I'm a radio operator at a tank unit. I started off in the infantry. Um, and now I'm at a tank unit. And so I go in once a month, we train, you know, for whatever, whatever we're trying to get accomplished. Right. Um, 
So we've got a deployment coming up. Can't say where, but right. I'm not going personally. It's another platoon. Um, so we're just ramping up for that. And um, I've been in for about five years, just signed reenlistment papers, trying to uh, do the whole recruiter thing. Oh, nice. So, wow. So, that's so of, you want to be a recruiter. Place. Yeah, yeah. Neat. Get that promotion to sergeant. That's what I'm looking forward to most. Um, but yeah. That's a good and gig. So, yeah, it is. It, it really Recruited, is. Recruiter is a good deal because then it you, is. you have a day job. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and a yeah. desk job, especially for a Marine. Jeez. Yeah. Marines are hardcore. Yeah. So in addition to that, um, I run my sort of it's, – it's a coaching coaching site membership community. It's called Fitness Coaching 365. Right. And basically it, it just – it's designed to get people interested in at least moving at a minimal level. Oh yeah, you know, right. someone wants to get in shape, and it it gives no excuses because it's a body weight program, and you literally need no equipment. All you need is your phone, your computer, your device, what have you. Yeah, and you you tune into these daily workouts at a time that you schedule. You say, uh, five p.m. is good for me. I'm going to do that at five p.m. Um, and then a pre-recorded video with me leading the workout. Um, you click the link. The video is streamed, and you get your you get your exercise on. Get get a little bit of sweat going. I like um, it, and you yeah. do whatever wherever you are, you can do it. Exactly, and you don't need a gym. Don't no gym required, no equipment required. I love it. Um, and it's also <laughs> it's yeah. the ungym the ungym movement. Right, and obviously yeah, like, there are higher it. higher levels that you can go to. You know, if you if you have the commitment, dedication, and time, most importantly, right. to go right, to a gym. Right. And do that, but if you know if you don't, then this is a good place to start. You know, baby steps, right? Amen. Yeah, that's cool. So, so how did let's let's go back in time and talk sure. about uh, you and some of your growth stories from you know whenever you want to start. <laughs> I'll leave yeah, it up okay. to you. So, yeah, yeah. So I'd say the f- the first one of these moments, these critical moments. Your big veers, when I was nineteen. Right? Yeah, veers. One of these veers. Yeah, my first veer excited <laughs> it's beer <laughs> anyways yeah so it was when i was 19 and i was in community college and okay. i you know i was sort of wondering like why i was there in the first place if i was honest with myself because i knew i wanted to be in the military i it was either between the army or the marine corps right um and somewhere during senior year i just you know heard one too many times that oh you need to go to college get a degree you know that was like the mantra that's repeated sure and so oh, yeah, i was yeah. like well, I mean, it's I, the only path they talk about. It's now the only path. School. You yeah. must go to college and get a degree. Right. You know, safe, secure job, blah, 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 all that crap. Right. Um, so I was like, well, I guess I got to go to college. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll there's go anything to community. wrong with college, but right, it right. May, may not be for everybody. Is I think. It may, yeah. And yeah. it definitely wasn't right for me at the time. Now, you know, w- with everything that's happened, I kind of have a clearer picture on what I would do and what I would study and I have a clear goal and path in mind. But back then, honestly, it was just like, well, I guess I'll just do this. And I had no purpose. And so what happened was, you know, I, I made it through the first semester and really unmotivated, wasn't fulfilling. I, I just, I'd never been, your heart wasn't in it basically. Yeah. My heart wasn't You're in just it. Just going through the motions going, this is, stupid. yeah, I'd, I'd always been, <laughs> you know, right. pretty smart relatively. Okay. Uh, but I, I just detested doing things just for the sake of, of this is them. the curriculum. You need mm-hmm. to do this. Yeah, yeah. If I wasn't passionate about it, you know, it, it just didn't interest me. And I just 
gave minimal effort. And so I was hating life. And then I, I woke up one morning and it was uh, towards the end of winter break in between the first and second semester. And I remember just laying in bed and I was like, screw this. I'm, I'm going to I'm going to join the Marine Corps. And so I called the recruiter that day. Wow. And, <laughs> yeah. Have you talked to him and, before and already done all your ASVAB and everything else? No, that no. I just I decided I said just that on that oh. day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Holy and kind of interesting coming full circle about to be a recruiter, you know, when I think back to that time. Um, yeah. So I called the recruiter and interesting, interesting thing about this is because I was living in Hawaii at the time Ooh, nice. and I lived on the island of Kauai and you, um, you may know Kauai if you've ever seen like Jurassic Park. That's a lot of filming was done in Kauai. Yeah, so I was yeah. Living I've been to Kauai. Kauai. I, I was stationed and, there for four years, not Kauai. Oh, yeah, really? I, uh, I was yeah, in, uh, uh, I was at uh, Wheeler up by, oh, um, um, oh that, that's yeah. actually on Oahu. That's the other right, island. Right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I wasn't yeah. on, I wasn't stationed on Kauai, but I, I visited oh, okay. like once Kauai. or twice, right? Yeah. Yeah. So thing about that was on Kauai, there was an army recruiting office right right in town, um, but I was like, no, I want to join the Marine Corps. I flew to the other island. I flew to the island of Oahu right. to see the recruiter to join the Marine Corps because you know it wasn't going to be the army for me. Right. Even wow. though my you had dad had to fly to Oahu just to join yeah, the Marines. Wow. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> That's pretty hardcore. Yeah, I guess so. Much to the uh, ire of my dad, who was a West Point grad. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> and I guess that was a, you know, rebel, you know, young teenager rebel thing to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And, but he, you know, he was very supportive and gracious about it. Although he does constantly rib me. Of course. Uh, and well, he should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's just yeah. part of the fun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. And so, yeah, I, I went to see the recruiter um, and I was like, hey, I, I want to be a Marine. And contract was signed. Um, I went to boot camp, became a became a marine. Um, I'm a radio operator, like I like I said before. Right. And just everything that was was taught at boot camp, the experience of it, you know, the constant screaming in your face, it just really hardened me and hardened my resolve. And one of the biggest takeaways I got from from boot camp was, you know. If you set your mind to something, you can absolutely achieve it because your mind is the most powerful tool that you have at your disposal. Right. You know, no matter how hard things are, no matter how many push-ups you have to do, it's going to hurt. Your body's going to hurt, but if you make up your mind, if you make that decision, you make that choice, I will do this rather than, oh, yeah, I'll do this amount of push-ups, but after that, I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna make moaning and groaning noises and look around and and try and get the drill instructor's attention and sort of do that acting job where it's like, oh, this recruit oh, might wow. collapse, so maybe I should have him stop doing push-ups and send him to medical. That's you not going to happen. You actually saw, like, recruits do this, putting oh, yeah. on shows like that? Wow. Yeah. I didn't uh, know. Uh, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Suffer in silence. Wow. Which Holy is, cow. I mean, that was a nice way to say it. They didn't say it that way. They said it with a few more choice words, but you right. get the meaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can imagine just how how pissed a real-life Marine would do, uh, would act if he heard somebody whining and carrying on like Oh, that. yeah, that's the most disgusting thing ever. It because, is. <laughs> because it's, just, it's gross because it not yeah. only are you making yourself look bad, but 
it sends a message you're putting that a, you're putting a bad name on the Marine Corps at that moment. You're putting a bad name on the Marine Corps, and also <laughs> right. you're you're letting the people around you know, hey, I'm going to quit in combat. Just so you guys know, I'm going to quit in combat if I can't deal with a PT right. session. I'll quit on you. And so it's like, whoa. Okay, that guy. That guy's a. That He's guy's either going to shape up or ship out for sure. Exactly. Yeah. And, and we had guys that didn't make it. I mean, we I, had good mental breakdowns. You <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, yeah. we had medical separations. I don't and, know what it's like for you when you went through, but when I went through, um, I think within like three months or six months or something like that, it's it's written into the Air Force contract when you enlist. Like within the first so many months. If things just don't work out and they end up sending you home, it's like a no foul and you're okay, you know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's not like yeah, yeah, yeah. You just get it. Just didn't work out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and I thought that was you know pretty cool. You know, because yeah, that that is pretty cool. I'm not sure if if that's how it works. I I'll, I'll be honest. I don't. I didn't really wasn't thinking about it at the time. Right. Um, but it, it just seemed from my perspective that the guys who didn't make it, they all had some. Uh, the reason they didn't make it manifested and manifested itself in sort of like, you know, just refusing to follow orders and just other things. We had, you know, a couple of uh, attempted suicides, actually, which isn't I, yeah. funny, but no, just no, illustrates, right. you know, they're, they just was, weren't supposed to be there. They were yeah. ready to be there. We had yeah. one guy. Um, y- did you guys have the thing where they shake you down and they dump out all your your crap, your personal stuff? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And they throw in a stro- uh, like basically throw it all over the floor and around your bed mm-hmm. and your locker and shit. Yeah, yeah. And one guy, <clears throat> I think his name was Airman Bruce. That's that was his last name, right? He yeah. had uh, some sort of ninja throwing stars with him. Oh, wow. That's smart. <laughs> no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite of smart. And then, and then the smart ass, when the, when the TI asks him what they're for, he says, Sir, Amber Bruce reports is ordered. Total destruction, sir. And I'm like. He's, he said he that really. He literally said that. Oh, my goodness. Now, this guy does not belong in the military. No. Because that's just too stupid. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want that guy around because that's not only is it a bad joke, it's just inappropriate for every. (laughs) Yeah, every conceivable in every conceivable way that's inappropriate. If you want to be a badass, that's not how to do it is Mm -hmm. what I wanted to say to him. Okay, sorry. I, I, I digress. No, no, no. I, I hijacked your story. Okay, so moving on. So you uh, you join the, the Marines. You finish school. Okay, so uh, what's the next veer moment for Nate? Yeah, so, so my next veer was, um, so as a, as a reservist, you, you only train once a month, like I said. And so and in between the, time. The two weeks a year, too, right? Yeah, and you also have two weeks in the summer. Right. Uh, in the case of my current unit, we have two weeks in the summer, and we also have an additional week so the tanks can go to the range and um, qualify in their course of fire. It's called gunnery. Uh-huh. Uh, it's actually coming up next month. Um, but this is a – we're going to rewind about five years here. Okay, cool. And um, I, I was still in Hawaii, and um, I was uh, in, on the in-between time when I was – you know, working my regular civilian job, and on this particular day, I was at the beach with this girl that I was sort of interested in, and you okay. know, sort of like a, you know, you know how it goes. And so, you're on a beach date, an, kind of. Yeah, it was sort of like a beach date, exactly. 
Um, I guess I'm kind of spoiled because to me that's just so normal. Why wouldn't you go to the beach for a date? But a lot of people are like, what are you talking about? The beach is thousands of miles away. <laughs> but you grew up in Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. So a little bit of spoiled sort of in that regard. But on this particular beach date, um, this girl, she she made this idle comment and it was sort of, you know, those, those things that girls can sometimes do where it's just like this offhand comment that can just like make you like – crazy mad or you know they just have that power to just like Dane Ruin Cook your day, basically. said it best they're brain ninjas they go inside and they just <laughs> like, like like Star Wars like they shoot that missile into the Death Star and makes it blows, blow up you know right Anyways, I, got I didn't you. I didn't I didn't lose my cool but it but it just this thing that she said really just affected me and sort of lit a fire into my ass uh, she told me that I didn't look like a marine and I was like well, what I don't look like a marine what do you mean and she's like, well, I thought Marines were supposed to have abs. And, <laughs> dude, it was wow. like, oh, my whoa, goodness. it was like someone dumped a bucket of ice water down your neck. The ice water like, challenge. Whoa. Yeah, exact ice bucket challenge. Yeah, yeah. ice bucket challenge. <laughs> and so it just, it like stunned me. And Did she have abs? No, she didn't. So she's a hypocrite, and I should have <laughs> told her to shut her mouth. <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. Okay. All right. Continue. But, Sorry. Yeah. No, no. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so the date, needless to say, at that point was over. It right. was just like, whoa. So just awkwardly drove her home and it's like, wow. And like for the, I mean, from that moment on, it was just all these thoughts of like, what? Like, you know, I always thought I was in pretty good shape. I was, you know, still on that emotional high. Like, yeah, I'm a Marine. I'm awesome. I'd complete a boot camp, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And sort of, I, I was like resting on my laurels at that point and not doing anything to improve myself, mm. you know? And so what I realized is that I don't eat particularly healthy. Right. I don't really take the gym as seriously as I should, you know, in order to look, you know, the part, not, not saying that, that looking the part is everything, but, um, that I realized that that kind of goes back to taking pride in yourself and taking pride in what you do and you know being a marine although not active duty you're still a marine and you have right. to embody that in every way possible and i just wasn't doing that physically and nutritionally right and so i mean i i became like obsessed with it you know it was just like consuming you know I'd, consuming every aspect of my life i would think about it you know all the time so i started reading books uh one book in particular that sort of was a good jumping off point for me was uh, the four hour body by Tim Ferriss. I love would, the four hour body. Yeah. 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 That, it is a great, great book. book and a great diet too. I mean, I, exactly. I was, I'm kind of on a modified version of that right now. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, I started doing this. It's called the slow carb diet for everyone right. who hasn't read the book. Right. And, I mean, lots of beans, lots of chicken, lots, lots of, eggs. of beans. Yeah. Lots of beans. <laughs> I've, I've since, I've since switched to a different diet, but, I mean, it's that, a good starting was, place because yeah, it's, 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 it's especially if you're moving from just eating shitty food. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a great place to start. It made me it made me aware of like how much crap people eat every day. Right. You know, just how much I mean, crap now, I was eating every day. <laughs> oh, I can't even imagine. Yeah. And and it just if, if nothing else, it made me you know conscious of the fact that. You know, so much of what we eat and is available all around us is just garbage. It's not good for your body. It's hiding but sugar anyways, everywhere too. Yeah, sugar, just the worst thing ever. Yeah. And um, 
yeah, so I started following the side. About six months later, I got deeper and deeper into it, and I had the abs, and it was like, okay, yes. Now I can go back to the beach with little Yeah, miss. now I can go back to the beach, yeah. Um, <laughs> and Yeah, but she was probably kicked to the curb because you didn't like that attitude. Didn't like her attitude. You know, she had to go. <laughs> she had to go. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was that, that, that one day, that one little comment that she made. Well, you can thank her now because now you have abs. Yeah, I'm very, very grateful for that because. <laughs> and it started I mean, you on this whole journey of, uh, of now you became a, the, a coach, right? You've got a, a coaching yeah. business because of yeah, her. Yeah, I literally, I would not be, be doing this and anything that I've done in the past. You yeah. know, if it we're not we're not for that comment, you know. Right now, it's it's pretty hard for you to to figure out because you know what you're like twenty four, right? Something like that. Yeah, I just turned twenty four. Right, so I'm forty seven. <laughs> okay, so when I, when I make diet changes, I mean it's a big deal, and I'm not looking for abs, right? I'm not dating hotties on the beach anymore, but I have different goals, right? So I don't remember. I think it was, well, it was last year around Christmas, I think, was um, I decided to take a break from booze after the holidays. Mm. Okay. And then I felt amazing. I mean, just like through the roof better, right? Mm -hmm. And I usually do. Most people do. If you just knock off booze for like, I started off at trying to do 45 days and then just ended up doing way more than that just because yeah. I felt better. And then yeah. at the same time, I started tightening up my uh, compliance on my my diet, right? Which is again, so, sort of kind of like the, the four hour carb diet. No, yeah. the four, what was it? No, the, the slow the, carb diet. Yes. Slow carb diet the from the four hour body by right. Tim Ferriss. Correct. Check it out. All of that stuff. <laughs> We'll put a link in the show notes along with links to all of Nate's uh, coaching uh, links shows. He's got a Facebook group and a YouTube video you need to check out. Check out those both in the show notes. But anyway, back to the story. So I stopped cheating. You know how on the four hour or the slow carb you get a cheat day? Yeah, cheat days. Yeah. So I started feeling like utter dog meat after my cheat days. Mm -hmm. So I was like, screw cheat days. Yeah, and, and that's that's what's so brilliant about the diet, you know, like aside from all the benefits that it, it cites um, from, you know, good things about cheating are, you know, ramps, re-ramps up your metabolism, makes it freak out a little bit and sort of burn a little bit higher. You know, it also makes you feel like crap, so you start to associate those negative feelings with, with junk food and junk so it's food. like you just stay away from the junk food it works it, it, it does. and it's not even in the book it just you just start noticing the <laughs> fact that you know monday through friday you feel great and then mm-hmm. saturday you pick out on doritos and pizza and you feel like shit yeah yeah <laughs> sunday and you're like yes. wait a minute i don't want to cheat anymore yeah it works okay so let's move on to the on to your next veer because these are these are getting more fun as we go yeah. Um, so my my next veer, um, it was about I, w- I would say um, this actually happened right after um, when that when that when that girl told me I didn't look like a marine. It was sort of um, happened almost at the same time, but it no problem. It definitely altered the course of my life. Um, major veer, um, and this is when I reconnected with my biological family because I was I was an adopted child and okay. Um, so 
my my biological mom had me when she was she was still in high school. Okay. And so I was given up for adoption, but to fr- family friends. So growing up, I had contact with my biological mother's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they would come and visit every so often, and it was they were tight with my adopted family, and and so. You know, although it must have been hard for my for my biological mom, and I've talked to her, and she said that it was. You know, there was really nothing she could do. She was too young. She was not able to uh, sufficiently care for me, and right. we're still tight to this day. You know. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. Um. And I did not know my biological father and his side of the family. Um. Up until this time, I was I was about twenty when it when it happened. Oh, wow. Uh, so you had never so, met your biological dad, but you knew your biological mom. Yes, yes. Gotcha, and gotcha. so that whole side of the family was just a complete mystery to me. Um, and actually, when I was finishing up radio operator school when I was in 29 Palms, California, right? Um, my my aunt, my, my dad's brother, my biological dad's – I mean, did I just say brother, my aunt? Brother? No. Yeah, so my dad's sister, my aunt – Yes, um, she yes. reached out to me on Facebook and she said, Hey, I'm your, I'm your aunt and everyone has, we've been talking about you for your whole life and we've seen pictures of you and stuff and we really just want to reconnect. So, um, it was set up to, to meet up with them. Um, uh, after I'd graduated from school and returned home to Hawaii, um, they flew me to Seattle where they lived and, uh, got to meet my aunt and, and, and her sons, my, my cousins that I didn't know about. Uh, and then we all flew to North Carolina together to meet my dad and my grandparents and my other aunts. And um, just meeting my dad was – it was uh, sort of weird at first because, you know, obviously he – the last time he saw me, I was a baby. And um, just reconnecting with him when I was uh, 20 years old, actually on my 20th birthday. Oh, wow. So exactly 20 years later. Wow. Um, it was just sort of a weird feeling and a little awkward at first as you can imagine. But Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it would in the I years can't, I can't really imagine what was it. What was it like? It was just <laughs> awkward, right? It's, yeah, it was just best. like a yeah. It was awkward at first, you know, a whole bunch of different emotions going on. Mm. Um, but in the years since we've met, it's been about it's been about about five years. Right. Yeah. Since then, well, I mean, we've grown so close, and it's just like a missing piece of my life that's back and complete. And um, it's just been really cool. And he's my dad is actually. Um, one of the biggest reasons that I'm doing this podcast and, you know, doing the coaching stuff because he, he taught me, you know, that entrepreneurial mindset and to, to think outside the box and go for things that are sort of unconventional like this podcast. Right. And that was something that I've, that I'd always been inclined towards, but I never really had any guidance on the subject. And so, you know, when he started teaching me about these things, it really made sense. And I took to it and, that's why I'm so passionate about my coaching business and my podcasts because I'm finally able to scratch that itch and it's not, you know, an everyday nine to five boring shit show job like <laughs> most people work. And I, I cannot abide by that, you know? So, no, I feel you. Yeah. Nothing so wrong with that. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. Wow. So because you met your dad, that he's the, he's the guy that sort of like, like, led you into the coaching practice and trying to figure out how to get this thing going on did he help you figure out that you wanted to do the fitness thing or was it just more generic was he was like what are you going to do for your job how did it how did it play out no it was like 
we I remember we had a conversation one day and um the subject of podcasting came up and I mentioned that I you know I really loved listening to uh the Joe Rogan experience. It's I favorite. love Joe Rogan. It's awesome. That's like yeah, that's the best. I, it's yeah, so like all through high school He's hilarious. He's he's <clears throat> super funny and just yeah. inspirational in the wide variety of people he talks to. Just right. I found out about Tim Ferriss because of him. I found out yeah. you know. And Joe you Rogan would never know that Tim Ferriss and Joe Rogan uh, well Tim Ferriss for sure. Did you know he was a Dungeons and Dragons nerd? I did not. <laughs> when he was in, in high way, school. Yeah, he yeah. was a Dungeons and Dragons nerd. And uh Joe Rogan's a bit of a nerd too. Oh yeah, definitely. In yeah. in spite of all the super manly well, things. After after uh, after his nerdiness, he manned up quite a bit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which I think we should all do. You know, I w- I yeah. played I played Dungeons and Dragons while I was in the Air Force. That's, hey. that's a whole different story. <laughs> And I'm I'm sure people would be surprised to find out all the nerdy things that just military people in general are into because right. there's so much time on your hands, you know, in the times that you're not training or you're standing by, you're doing all this. Right. You have all this downtime. And so like Pokemon Go, Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons, right? all this stuff, Whatever. That you, that you, especially, especially Marines, you wouldn't think are into Pokemon Go, but oh boy, was it a big thing. And then it got banned on base and sort of uh, oh, no. uh, took a little decline. Oh no. <laughs> It, it personally, for me, it never really worked that well on my phone. Like, mm. I don't know if it was my phone or the download or whatever. So I just stopped playing it. I'm glad I avoided that because, I don't know, it just seems like a huge vacuum cleaner. Of time. Um, yes. In terms of your time. Yeah. Yes. I've got, like, one game on my on my phone that I, that I regularly play. Well, I only really play it when I'm super bored. And I think my brain can use a little boost. But usually I'll just listen to music. Yeah. If I want to play a game, I want a computer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I used to love computer games. Like, I never really had uh, an Xbox or PlayStation. My my parents weren't were not about to let me get, get that. Um, but uh, I did play computer games, and computer games are, you know, a lot of them are really fun. Oh, yeah. So I, I got my enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So you meet your dad, and he gets you into this business thing. So, yeah. all right. So that's pretty neat i mean and you it 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 seemed like somewhere in there you mentioned you went to north carolina and now that's where you live yeah yeah (laughs) so that's a pretty big part of that veer you ended up meeting them and then moving to north carolina yeah because you know my whole life i'd been in hawaii and you know I know it sounds super crazy for all you people listening out there. Why would you leave now? Why would you leave Hawaii for North Carolina, especially people that live here in North Carolina? Mm. Like, it doesn't it doesn't compute in, until you do it. Am I to understand that you willingly left Hawaii <laughs> to move here? Right. It's like they're, they're just like mind blown. And I, what I always say is like, hey, look, you can only go to the beach so many times. Yeah. And you and get the you island fever too. Get the island fever. It's just like lost. Like, oh, we got to get off the island. Totally. Oh, we get off the island. Totally. You know? How many times did you just drive around the whole freaking island going, I got to get off this freaking island? <laughs> <laughs> I did that on Oahu. It, it only, it's, it's oh, yeah. less than two and a half hours to drive around Oahu. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it and, just doesn't Oahu, scratch that itch. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Oahu, 
like to be fair, Oahu has a you know ton of stuff. It's a, it is yeah. a small island, but right. there's a lot there's there's, there's a lot going you know, on. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. But Kauai, on the other hand, oh my god, it is it's very just like rural. dirt roads. You know, yeah. two lane two lane road is the biggest. We or two lanes on each side is the biggest we got. It's like the highway, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> and there's only one highway, you know. Right, right. And there's wild chickens all over the place, and you know the red dirt and the sugarcane fields, and yeah, and, you know, three high schools. Right. You know, on the island, you kind of. I'm, I'm kind of tired of playing against these guys. Wish we had more opponents, you know. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> yeah, the wonder who's going to win the championship yeah, this the, year. The waves are great, but it's just too small. Exactly. It was just yeah, like it's just too small. Need something more. Yeah, so yeah, outgrow it basically. Yeah, basically. So yeah. ended up moving here and uh, don't feel so restricted anymore. You know, there's open space. You've got the whole United States to drive in if you so desire. Exactly. Yes. Which and nice. and also, you know, the uh, biological family that I never really had a chance to connect with is is here, and so. I've just sort of been, you know, using this time to connect and as well as all the other things in my life. So, yeah. Cool. That that was the main reason behind it. So let's move on to, to your next Veer story because I know you have at least one or two more. Yes. Okay. And so cool. this is uh, this is related to when my dad talked me into starting my podcast. Okay. Um, so when I decided to start my podcast, you know, the biggest, the biggest question when you have in your mind – I'm going to start a podcast. What's it going to be about? And so for me, you know, because going back to that, that second veer, when that chick told me I didn't look like a Marine, I became obsessed with fitness and nutrition. I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about fitness and nutrition and I'm going to talk to people who know more than me so I can learn. And so the people who are listening can learn as well. And I'm just going to talk to as many different types of fitness and nutrition experts as possible. And so what do I call it? I'll just call it the fitness podcast. Yeah, that's that seems to cover everything. So I called it the fitness podcast, and, nice and I just generic. started nice and generic. But you know what? It sort of encompassed everything, right? And I didn't want to leave anything out. So okay, yeah, um, and learned how to do it. Joined uh, Podcasters Paradise. Obviously, we're both Paradisers, right? And um, John just, Lee Dumas. John Lee Dumas. You know, it's uh, yeah. it's really Kate. Uh, yeah, Kate's Kate's the real genius there. Yeah, John Lee's just the front man. He is. <laughs> <laughs> He's the figure. He's just head. a spokesman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He doesn't do anything. Anyway, look pretty. <clears throat> so yeah, I started doing this podcast, learned all the the tools of the trade, the techniques and stuff like that, and um, started emailing people, you know, to be in the podcast. And it was at first, it's like you, you have this thing in your head, like no one's gonna want to talk to me. Right. No one's gonna want to be on my podcast. You have this. Uh, my my dad calls it the imposter syndrome, That's where it's what like, it is. Yep. like they're gonna find out that I'm a nobody, right? And you, it's like this battle with yourself, like, okay, am I gonna do something? Am I not gonna do this? Am I gonna give up because you know I'm I'm just giving in? Oh, they're not gonna listen to to me anyway, so I'll just make the decision for them, and I'll just limit myself. Right. And once you get over those self defeating thoughts, and once I did, started emailing guests, and pretty soon, um, I'm talking to. People like Steve Maxwell, who is someone I heard on the Joe Rogan podcast, and oh, wow. just in my mind, it was just like completely unattainable. Before I did it, turns out Steve's the nicest guy ever, you know, and sure. had him on a couple times. Oh wow! And yeah, Jake Jay Cutler, Mister Olympia, four-time bodybuilding Jay champion. Jay Cutler, wow! Yeah. 
holy cow <laughs> super nice guy you know it's, yeah it's i believe it biggest thing i took from it was like you know j- just do it you know send out that email and well and, the worst uh, that can happen is they say no and they're usually yeah, very polite exactly yeah and you know and then it is what it is right but the well, biggest at, thing at i least learned you from did that, it you tried you know yeah yeah you you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take so exactly. you gotta you know just take the shot and the, the biggest thing i learned from that was you know you, back to back to what i learned in boot camp like if your mind can conceive it you can achieve it you know it's just as simple as that you just got to make the decision i'm gonna give this my all and you know thoughts become reality right well you know and it's also even more you know <clears throat> i've noticed like Sometimes if there's any sort of doubt about whether or not a thing may happen, then it probably might not happen. Right? Yeah. If you if I, I let doubt like cloud come into, you know, I might not get this done, right? If that's in my head, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, um, then it probably is not going to happen, right? Yeah. And I always think about when I was stationed in Japan, um, I was in a tiny little detachment. So there was us in our detachment, and the, ta- the detachment was about 30 people-ish, maybe less. And then there was a squadron that we were attached to but not part of, and they had about 100 or so folks, right? Mm. So I would send out a, uh, you know, hi to all. I'm going camping Friday, and I'm going to be here, and if anybody wants to go with me, send me an email, and we'll hook it up, right? And... It didn't really matter if anybody showed up. <laughs> I, I, I knew, come hell or high water, my, my happy ass was going to be camping, you know? And I was going to be burning some wood and drinking some beer uh, somewhere with a tent in a Japanese campground, right? And people would come up to me and go, well, you know, there's a lot to do there. You got to get the spot. You got to get all your shit together. And I'm like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. details. <laughs> <laughs> See, when you're in that space, that blah, 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 blah details, then you know the thing is going to get done, right? Right. There you go. All right. So let me let me uh, say again that um, the name of your business is Fitness – say it again. Fitness Coaching 365. Fitness Coaching 365. And we're going to have links to your coaching Facebook page, and it's a Facebook group. And there's also a link to a YouTube video with you talking, right? Yeah, basically, um, it's it's you know my whole story that you guys kind of have like an inside scoop on, you know, sort of behind the scenes. But basically, I tell my story about that chick that said that rude comment to me, um, right, right. that sort of started me on this journey, <laughs> right? And um, and she didn't yeah, even have so, abs, and she didn't even have abs either. So wow, you know, what a hypocrite! You all must always call people on their hypocrisy. There Just you go. Take away. From, yes. Yeah. Anyway, but anyway, so it sort of explains that story and how that, you know, how it all led up to uh, me starting fitness coaching 365, and so it's basically a uh, subscription type workout thing where every day, five days a week, you'll get a, you know, less than 10 minute workout, body weight, no equipment required, no gym required, just motivation phone, basically. Right. That sounds awesome. And somebody just rang my doorbell. I'm going to try to ignore them. <laughs> the feds. Yeah, well, who, let's hope not. I think it's just my neighbors. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody may be trying to sell me candy or something, but hopefully they'll mm. just go away. Um, 
Okay, so I think you've got at least one more Veer story in you before we wrap up, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. And that is actually when I made the decision to take my podcast to the next level and start fitness coaching through 65. And I I feel that all the Veers that I've talked about, they're all kind of like related to each other because one wouldn't have happened without the other. Like they sort of built on each other. Yeah, and that's it's, usually how it works. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, when I look back at everything that happened, it's just like, wow, I mean, if that, that didn't happen, you know, what what could my life be like? And it's just, oh yeah. sometimes it gets just too scary to think of like, oh my God, where would I be? What would I do? Blah, blah, blah. But anyway. Don't do that. Don't even think yeah. about it. Just yeah. say, you know, I am where I'm at now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there was this whole Star Trek episode. Are you a Star, Star Trek nerd? Um, no, I'm more of Star Wars. Okay. Star Wars fan, but So do you I mean, remember John Luke Picard? Uh that's the He's the, the bald the, guy. That was the uh, Professor also X X-Men Professor guy. X, correct. Yes, yes. So he uh he had this opportunity to go back in time and um this was a show where in the beginning of the show he gets his heart uh was an artificial heart and he gets like killed. Okay. Because he's had, he's got an artificial heart. So this magic man Q, who can, do, he's like godlike power guy. He takes him back in time and says, "If you could change any one thing, what would you change?" And he's like, "Man, uh, you know the reason why I had that artificial heart was because I got into this stupid ball bar fight, and this big alien stabbed me through my heart, and then I had to get an artificial heart when he was really young." So then he got to see his life, what it would be like if he didn't have that bar fight. And he was a total wuss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So, so then he was like, no, send me back. I want to fight that Nausicaan again. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really good episode. He's like, you don't want to mess with it. You, you think you know, you know, but then you start right. messing with it and you won't be the, the person who you are. Yeah, you know, yeah. everything happens for a reason. And we can't go back in time anyway, so it doesn't fucking matter. Right, so yeah, good <laughs> <new> point. Right. <laughs> okay, so on to your next veer. Sorry, there's a story here. Yeah, and so um, talking with my dad again, and he he said, you know, you should start um, taking your passion and sort of sharing it more so than you already do with the podcast. Because with the podcast, it was great, you know, be able to talk to all these people, learn, learn from them, and... Uh, you know, whoever, you know, was nice enough to listen on YouTube and iTunes right. um, was listening. But um, he, he said, you know, there's there's a, there's ways that you can take this even further. And, of course, me being the uh, self-doubting person that I was back then, I was like, I don't know who would listen to me. You know, imposter syndrome comes up again. Right. And um, he's like, no, you should seriously think about it. How can you take what you've learned – how can you take what you've learned that, that that's helped you improve your life and, you know, help help other people out? Right. And um, so I thought about it a little bit and um, I, I decided that I would I would like to coach people somehow. I, I didn't really know how to do it. Um, and luckily for me, my dad had he was he was two steps ahead of me. He he had an idea and he was just sort of pushing me towards it. So when I brought up, I'll, I'll coach people somehow, but I don't know how to coach people. He said, "Well, well, listen, you can you can uh, use Facebook as a sort of membership site, and we can film you doing exercises, 
and we can distribute those videos to people who who want to you know get active just on a on a basic level every day to improve their fitness and we can we can make videos teaching people about nutrition um, and we can package this in, in such a way that it's easy to consume it'll teach people about fitness and nutrition and it'll improve their lives and when he laid all this out to me it just sounded well okay that's scary I don't I don't know if I trust myself to do that <laughs> sounds like a like, lot of work yeah it sounded sound like a lot of work I was like a little bit intimidated by it yeah. um, <laughs> right but then but then he broke it down slowly and uh, you know you know how you eat an elephant, right? You take it one bite at a time. So. <laughs> I like that one. Yeah. That's, so that's it true. was just like, okay, first do this. Okay, that's done. Okay, what do we do next? We do this, and then we do this, and then we do this. Yeah. And and it's at the end, you know, you, you get her done. You get her done. And cool. it was it was just amazing to to reflect on all the progress that was made, and it was it was just. I had that moment where I looked back on everything that could have been like we were talking about earlier and it was like all due to that one morning I was laying in bed saying, you know what? Screw this. I'm going to join the Marines. None of that other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it, screw, this came from laziness. Screw all, this, screw all this community college crap. The secret to fitness is being lazy. No, just, <laughs> I mean, but that's really what it was. I was, laying in, I was laying in bed in and I was like, I hate way. school. I hate school. I'm going to I'm going to join the Marine Corps and then eventually make a coaching business 5 years later. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk a little bit. Let's nerd out a little bit about what sort of counterintuitive insights that your that you've learned because I, this is the the note sharing part of the thing just so yeah. I for me to learn. So, what sort of things have you learned that most people are doing that you look at them and you go, "Wow, they're just wasting their time." Mm. doing stuff like yeah is okay. there a workout that you look at and you go okay they're sweating a lot but that's not really going to help them lose weight yeah yeah so what i have in mind um I'll, I'll do the exercise thing sure after but 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 one thing that just immediately jumps to mind is um like when i hear people like oh, i'm gonna go on a diet or whatever yeah. first off you you can't really i mean some people can do this if you're super disciplined you can't frame it in your mind as like a, this diet and this like this oh I can't eat this and I can't eat that and like you're thinking about all the things you can't eat rather right, than right right but you can eat and and so you're it's really setting yourself setting, up to yeah. fail that's true you know I learned that and what that leads to is like oh I'll, people say I'm oh I'm gonna cut carbs and I'm gonna avoid fat mm-hmm. the problem with that is you know. If you if you look at the three macronutrients, you got protein, fat, and carbohydrates. Right. Protein is a building block for your muscles. It has four four calories per gram. Carbohydrates are an energy source, four calories per gram. Fat is another energy source, four or nine calories per gram. And so, when people say I'm going to cut carbs and I'm going to avoid fat, and you're only eating protein, that's not an energy source per se. I mean you're you know, I could go down a rabbit hole where you know protein through a process called glucon or glyconeogenesis is converted to carbohydrates. Mm-hmm. Um, but but it, it takes energy to get that. It energy. takes energy to do that. Right. Leaves people feeling tired, and so you're just never really satisfied. And and so a couple of weeks after you start this this diet, you're back where you started, and you're 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 all depressed. Oh, this doesn't work. Doesn't work. And you're just you're worse off for it. Um, mm. 
So what I would recommend people do is, you know, educate yourself about, you know, macronutrients. And obviously I've used the slow carb diet just as you have to great success. Yeah. But more recently what I've, what I've been doing is, uh, it's called the ketogenic diet. I'm sure you've heard of it. I have. Yeah. That's yeah, Joe Rogan and, and his troops are really into that. Yeah. 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 And, and it's and what I, it you is. You can tell that people on it are mm-hmm. like, they're like next level energized. Yes, they yeah. really are. They're like high in a good way. In a good way. In a good way. <laughs> <laughs> and so the whole premise of the ketogenic diet, if you don't know, is instead of uh, carbohydrates being your energy source, fats are your energy source. And then immediately right. immediately when you say fat, like everyone's like, you know, red flag, right, pump the brakes. Right, right, right. Get it away from me. Right. We've Get been that butter away from me. That, that, that's all bad. Sign of the cross. Get right. get away from me, evil. <laughs> and it's just like <laughs> all fat is bad. All fat is bad. You know that right. people just parrot that, and they and then you know, I've gotten into it with, with people sometimes. Oh, okay, really, fat's bad. Why is fat bad? And then they'll say that they, oh, it clogs your arteries. No, it doesn't. Stupid. Listen up. <laughs> listen up. <no. laughs> okay. The, the studies that that drew those conclusions are inaccurate in uh, i mean for several different reasons one mm. because the grain industry w- used to be subsidized by the government right so of course they're not going to put a food pyramid out there that says what we what we're telling you to eat is actually bad for you that would be against their interests and the other thing is that an excess of carbohydrates for example say in in the toast that you put your butter on, right? That when you when you consume that stuff, a storage hormone called insulin gets released, and insulin's function is to store sugar, yeah. which comes from glucose, which comes from the carbohydrates that you ate. And people misattribute. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And so when you have an excess of insulin, that's very inflammatory to your body. I mean, there's the science goes deeper, obviously, than that. But basically, super inflammatory, super really detrimental to your to your health and that's what causes heart disease and high blood pressure and plaque buildup in arteries and all that and stuff storing and, all that extra baggage and, exactly and storing yeah. all that extra fat and people misattribute that to the fat mm. and so you know we have we have this culture of avoid fat fat is evil you know and people are just completely overlooking the carbohydrates that they eat right and you know it's it's just leading to to people's um declining health and yeah. um you're it's, lucky it's, because you know you're young still so you don't have to suffer through all those years of doritos oh man <laughs> i'm so glad i figured all this out when i was yeah you know, relatively you can, young right yeah you can you can you don't have to detox for crying out loud. <laughs> oh yeah you probably yeah. have already yeah oh yeah i mean i've been doing it for a couple months and i feel great what people don't realize is that you know, and then I'm sure you've, I'm sure everyone has experienced this. You eat a big meal, like a big bowl of spaghetti or pasta or pizza or whatever, yeah, and you just coma. feel tired. Yeah. You feel like, the food oh coma. my goodness, I need to take a nap, and you just feel right. so heavy. Yeah, yeah. Not only is that because of the water absorption of the carbohydrates, it's also, you know, that insulin overload on your body, that sugar is right. being released in your body, so you secrete all this insulin, and then your your body's just like, whoa, hold on, we need to lay down and sleep to deal with all this crap. Exactly. But when you start eating a high fat diet, it's just 
I mean, you're full, but it's not like, oh my god, I feel stuffed. It's right. not, oh my god, I feel super tired. It's, right, right. You know, it's, it's just you feel not, good. Not, you just feel good, and you're not gaining all this extra water weight. You know, right. little fun fact: the reason carbohydrates are called carbohydrates is because they absorb water. Carbohydrate, the last part, hydrate, wow. water. Right, so you right. You retain all this water, and you know what you'll find if you start on a a low carb diet, like the like the uh, slow carb diet which does utilize carbohydrates but they're fibrous which means they're digested more slowly mm. you know less less sugars released uh, less insulin response um, you start to shed all this water weight when you go on this diet and also the ketogenic diet um, and it's you feel lighter you feel better and I I really could go on all day about how great this mm. diet is mm. and um, it's a main point of emphasis in fitness coaching 365 although it's not required but just, I guess, if you could take yeah. away one thing from this, it's you got to pay attention to what you eat, and For you got to sure. know what you're eating does yeah. to your body. Because if you don't, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you know. So, hey, are, I mean, if, where are you on uh, on your greens intake? Are you have you got that memo that you're supposed to be eating lots of like uh, micronutrients too? Yeah, so so I eat a lot of broccoli, kale, what have right, you. Right, right. Um, spinach. Although it's not super, it's not like a a huge focus. I. I'll wow. eat, you know, a couple of cups of broccoli a day, and and, okay. and I'll be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because definitely don't want to leave leave that stuff out. It's very important. It's all those like little, a, like, it's like an insurance policy. That's yeah, the way I look yeah, at it. It's much. like protection, right? That's great. <laughs> that's a great way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. So, but when I don't get my because I usually have like an omelet, and then I throw some some uh, kale or spinach in there, yeah. and then for my lunch is a salad with all kinds of stuff in it but it includes some protein and maybe some mm -hmm. nuts you know so there's a little bit of yeah. fat in there so that means two of my meals have some sort of roughage right. i think that's when i don't get that now it, it takes a couple of days but like when i when i you know screw around during the holidays and i'm just eating willy-nilly like i do mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm really missing salad you know i don't crap yeah. right <laughs> oh yeah yeah one time i had too much fiber and it was like hurricane katrina you know you gotta I know, find a balance right. yes 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 <laughs> i learned from uh, howard stern though when you're healthy uh it's supposed to be one easy long ass turd yeah, <laughs> yeah. anything other than that there's something else there's something you probably had too many beers or something yeah just or you're something's just not going on. yeah right right Right, right. You got to have those smooth, greasy ones. <laughs> you know, it really is shocking right. how this has devolved. Uh, well, you know, <laughs> it's time to hang up. All right. So say say the name. So it's uh, Fitness Coaching 365. And you can yes. find more about Nate Elmore on my website. The, uh, the show notes for this will have two links. One goes to the Facebook group where you can sign up. And the other one is the YouTube video. And you can see uh, Nate and his abs. Maybe not his abs. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Nate. This has been a blast, man. Thank you. I mean, this has been a great conversation. And, and um, yeah, yeah you, we have, we've got a lot in common. Joe Rogan, Tim Ferriss. We, we, definitely, we definitely do. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, I, if I had a target market, it would be like, like dudes that are a little like closer to my age. Mm -hmm. that are just having all kinds of health issues and, you know, they they weigh too much. 
right? Yeah. You know, that's kind of the Tim Ferriss crowd, too. But these guys, uh, you know, it's like, how do you get them off the couch? What's what's the first step? You know, (laughs) (laughs) you know, and I think you could probably help those folks, too. But, you know, it would probably be easier for them to hang out with somebody like me because I look a little bit closer to what they look like. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Nate. Thank you. All right. Have a good one. Have a good one. Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V double E-R.com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer. Vroom Vroom Veer.